as we go into this, uh, we would have looked at a whole lot uh, in these Proverbs. As we went through the book of Proverbs, a lot has been said in the Proverbs about women. And, um, and so it's, it's uh, some negative, some positive. And so it's really uh, appropriate that uh, the conclusion of the book of Proverbs presents the image of a woman who possesses strong character, vast wisdom, numerous skills, and immense compassion. That's what we're going to see as we look at this, this woman that Proverbs describes. Um, some people have the mistaken idea or uh, that the ideal woman in the Bible is, is a retiring servant who is entirely domestic. Okay, this, uh, this particular passage in the Proverbs tells us that that is not the case. That is not so. Okay, that's a mistaken conclusion. This woman uh, that we see here is an is a is an excellent wife and mother, as we will see. A couple of things about her we notice as we go into it. She's a she's a manufacturer. She's an importer. She's a manager. She's a real estate broker or realtor. She's a farmer. She's a seamstress. She's a, an upholsterer. She's a merchant. She's a whole lot of stuff. She's a giver. And she's a giver. That's right. She's a giver. And um, all of what she is, is a result of her reverence for God. Everything about this woman is a result of her reverence for God. How much she honors and respects God. Uh, in our society, where physical appearance accounts for so much, it may surprise a lot of people that no appearance of this woman is mentioned in this proverb. There's nothing mentioned here about her appearance. Okay, but in our society today, a whole lot is uh, attributed to appearance. Her attractiveness comes entirely from her character. Qualities, exactly. Okay, and so these are some of the things that we're going to see as we get into this. The woman described in this chapter is, has outstanding abilities. Her family's social position is high. Uh, in fact, she may not be one woman at all. Okay, she may be a composite or a made up portrait of an ideal womanhood, of ideal womanhood. And so don't see her as the model to imitate in every single detail. Because your days ain't long enough to be able to do all of that. That she's pictured as doing here. Uh, we can just like her, uh, but we can, we can't just like her, but we can also learn from her. We can learn industry, integrity, and resourcefulness. So let's keep those thoughts in mind as we look at the woman that is described uh, in this proverb. Let's have someone read verses 10 to 12. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of 
beginning to that particular section. Notice a virtuous woman or an excellent wife, not just a good wife. She's described as an, as an excellent, the, the, the implication is she's an excellent wife who is able, she's hardworking and praiseworthy and she is first class, top class. Is what is described here. Brother Randy, mm -hmm. all of this comes from understanding patience. If you can have patience, these words that are said about her will not be lived. And the passage, and that's that's what the passage describes about her. As we go on, you you'll see that that's the kind of person she is. She's got patience to, to be able to accomplish all that she accomplishes. She has to have patience. Right. You know, you got a lot of big people who are in business and they don't have any patience. Okay, they want everything done as of yesterday. But what you're going to see with this woman is she's got patience. She has a whole lot of stuff get gets done and well rounded, and she's not in a hurry. She's not in a hurry. She's patient uh, because she knows that everything that she has to do and everything she has to accomplish will only be accomplished by the power of God. And, uh, and so one of the things we also notice here is what she is worth cannot be calculated in terms of expensive jewelry. Notice what it says, she's more precious than rubies. So her worth cannot be calculated by mere, the, 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 the cost of mere jewelry. Okay, she's worth far more than that and it's incalculable what she's worth is what she is saying, what, 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 is, what is being conveyed. And then it talks about a husband's confidence in her and a trust in her. A husband has no need to be apprehensive about her regarding honest gain. In other words, you know, she's a businesswoman, so you don't have to worry about her being getting a bad reputation and then giving him a bad name because she, she's crooked in business. Or she's, she's ripping people off in business. Or she's taking shortcuts. He doesn't have to worry about that. Okay, he has no apprehensions about that. You know, he hears about all these different people who are ripping people off and crooked in business, but he doesn't have that concern at all about his wife because he knows that she is praiseworthy. He's, he has full assurance in her because of that. He doesn't doubt her at all, her abilities or her character. And she never, ever fails in giving him full cooperation by putting forth her best efforts to help him. So he has no apprehensions, okay? She's in business and, and she's helping him and he's in a, in a, in a position of power himself. And so she, she compliments him in what he does and in his positions. It says that, uh, she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. In other words, there's, there's never a day when she gives him a bad name or causes him to look bad or makes him look bad in any way, shape or form. Okay, this is the kind of uh, wife uh, she is. Verses 13 to 15. She's constantly 
constantly looking for good merchandise. Notice this. She finds wool and flax and busily spins them. Okay, so she's constantly finding the good stuff, the wool and the flax, and converting them into cloth. And all of this is not a tiresome, laborious task for her. It says she does it with joy. She has joy in doing this. She, what do they say about people who love what they do? They'll never work a day in their life. Okay, that's, 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 that's what this woman is. She loves what she does, and so for her, it's not considered work. It's a joy. She likes what she's doing. She enjoys what she's doing. She doesn't get up and say, oh, Lord, another day, what do I got to do now? No, she doesn't get up like that. Or she doesn't get up and say, boy, I wish I had a day like today, like what I had yesterday, where everything went. No, no, no. She enjoys what she's doing. Okay, it's not a, a tiresome, laborious task for her. Okay, she's like a merchant ship. She's described as like a merchant ship bringing a good from afar, returning from afar, loaded with produce when she goes like, like when she goes on a shopping trip. Imagine her loading her, loading her supermarket shopping cart with the best bargains. Okay, she's a bargain hunter. She goes and finds the best and, uh, and gets the best prices. You know, I know some of you do that, right? You drive all the way down looking for the best bargain. Remember, gas is expensive. <laughs> but she's wise. And uh, she goes and she shops and she gets the best bargains. Why? Because she wants to be able to pass that on to her, her customers. She wants to be able to give her customers the best price. But she also wants the best. And then notice she says, uh, she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household. Now, this is a, this is a well-off woman. She don't have to do this. It says uh, uh, later on she's got servants. She got people working for her. Um, she can have the maid or the cook or somebody else do this, but she does it. She gets up early and prepares breakfast for her household. And not only that, she plans a day's work for her workers. Okay? Very busy, busy woman. Okay? She's a planner. Okay? She's a doer. She doesn't say, hey, you, do this, do that, do the next. Yes, she plans a day's work for, but she gets in the trenches with a worker. She doesn't stand on the sidelines and, 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 and uh, spout out orders. She gets in the trenches with the workers and do the work. And, and what you find is people who are working for someone who does that, they really appreciate them. You know, because they don't, they, 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 they feel as if the person is right there with them. It's not barking orders to them. Verse 16, uh, 16 to 18. She considers the field and buys it. From the prophets, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her mouth does not go out by night. Okay, notice some of the things she does here. When she needs more land, she goes out personally and inspects the real estate that she wants to buy. Whatever real estate she finds or she hears about, she goes and she inspects it. She looks at it herself. She doesn't send somebody, even though she's, she has the means to do that. She can hire broke people, do they hire brokers? 
And the people I work for, they got places they want to rent to, whatever. They have a call all these brokers, the list of brokers, and say, okay, this is what we have. We want you to find somebody to live in this place. She doesn't do that. Okay? She goes out and she finds and inspects. She looks at it to make sure that she's pleased with it. And if she's pleased with it, then she buys it. In other words, nobody pulls the wool over her eye. No one pulls a scam on her with regards to real estate. People do, people, a lot of people doing that today. Okay, we, um, my, my folks called me the other day. I was just about to leave the office and they called me and they asked me when last I looked at the property. They had this property in Westridge for sale and they took it off the market. And um, they had cleaned it periodically, and I've been checking on it. They put some signs up there, and people went in and took the signs down. Okay, the, the, the um, for sale signs, took it down. And uh, someone told me that it probably was the broker, because they had the brokers was trying to get it selling. They had also a sign that says, for sale by owner. And someone said, well, them brokers, if you know, if they sell, if the owner sells it, they lose that big commission. So the, owner, the brokers probably had somebody going out there and taking the signs down. So I said, well, I didn't, I haven't looked at the property since you took it off the market. Uh, so they were in town for a few days and they went out to just pass by and there was a tractor marks going through the property. Right? So they called me and asked me to come over there, uh, to, to find out what, what I think was going on. And so we went over there. Partly, uh, it appears that somebody was doing some work, uh, some people was doing some work in the road. And they had a, a probably a little, it looked like bobcat tracks. And so they took this little bobcat and they probably went driving through the run, left these, these tracks. And uh, so we went out there. We determined that it wasn't nothing, you know, serious and nobody was trying to, to uh, take possession of the land or live on the land or whatever. All right, so I, t- so I tell you what, I'll go and I'll get a no trespassing sign and I'll put it up tomorrow. And uh, we'll keep looking at it and make sure that nobody. So next day I went out there and I went up to the top. There's two lots. Beautiful uh, view of the ocean on one side and the lake on the other side. And I uh, went up to the top and nothing happened. No, nothing's going on. You know, but um, people, uh, when they buying property, they want to make sure they go and look at it and inspect it. And that's what this woman does. She goes and she inspects the real estate. And if she finds it pleasing, if, if it's really what she wants, what she's been looking for, uh, it says she buys it. Then she does something else. From her earnings, she industriously plants a vineyard. So she's industrious. She's got a vineyard going. And so she doesn't squander her earnings or her profits. The money she makes, she puts it, she invests it back into the business. That's what is implied here. And, uh, and so we see this woman is, is very industrious and wise in what she does. And then it says she exercises great drive and passion in preparing herself for responsibilities. Okay, she doesn't sit around twiddling her thumbs. She has a lot of enthusiasm. She has a lot of drive and a lot of passion in what she does. It's not tiresome and boring. And she is not, in other words, she doesn't complain about how much work she has to do. Okay? And she wished that she could hurry and get this over so she could retire. She's not that kind of person. She's got a drive and compassion, and she prepares herself for responsibilities. And then uh, we also notice she's not afraid of hard work. Okay, when you look at all that she does, the only conclusion that you could come to is this woman ain't scared of hard work. Okay, she jumps into it head first. Also, she's quiet, and uh, she has humble compassion. 
she gets from the results of her labor. And then it also says that uh, she, her lamp burns late into the night. Okay, so she often works late into the night, after hours, long after everybody else has gone to bed. Okay, now whenever you hear a person who does that, of a person who does that, what does that tell you? What kind of message do you get from get do you get from that? They're an industrious person. They're an industrious person. They enjoy what they do. They're into what they're doing. Okay, and, and some people they can't wait till the day is over so they can go to bed. Just just drop everything, go to bed. Okay, but this person goes late into the night. The people that I work for, we we, we um. They work in different time zones, uh, like in India and China and over in Europe and stuff like that. So, so when we hear working, they're sleeping. And so whenever my boss comes to town and we, we go, we get together, he says, you know, I already worked for the day. I, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And it's eight o'clock in the morning. He says, I'm already done. And so he's up all night, uh, uh, on his computer dealing with these people because he's a consultant. And so there are people who are always calling, you know, they want to build this boat and they want to know if they can do this and they can do that and if they, if they build it this way, if it's going to capsize it, this, they put so much load on it and, and all that stuff. You know, I remember one time I went there, he was talking to this fellow on Skype uh, in Canada. They were building this boat for logging, this vessel for logging. And, uh, and I heard him telling the person, if you do this, the boat is going to capsize when you put X, X amount of load on it. And so all through the night, he's get these, these, these on, 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 on Skype and on the internet. Internet and, and, and he's just going for it. And um, this is the kind of person that this woman uh, is pictured to be. She's worked late into the night. You know, I know sometimes they tell me, uh, I, I see them in the morning, they say, oh, I, I ain't got no sleep last night because they had all kind of problems here and they've been calling me to find out what to do with this and what to do with that. And so this is the kind of woman this is. She's always working late into the night because she wants to make sure that whatever she's doing is done well and she's planned and prepared for the next day. She really says she gets up early in the morning to prepare breakfast for, for, for her servants. She's already planned and prepared the whole day's work the night before. Okay, so she's not getting up in the morning trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do today? She already planned that the night before. That's why she could get up and prepare breakfast for the whole household. Everything is set and laid out and planned out the work for our servants. All that has been planned the night before. Industrious. Okay, read verse 19 to 22. She's uh, she's usually busy sewing with her own hands. She's a seamstress. Now you would think, when man, this woman get all this stuff to do. What's she doing sewing? She could hire somebody to do that. She got servants who could do that. No, she does it herself, and perhaps because she enjoys doing it. Okay, with her own hands, she's sewing. It says her hands are busy spinning thread, twist fingers, twisting fiber. She's sewing. In addition, she finds time for the needy. Well, now that's interesting, isn't it? 
Okay, she finds time to minister to the poor and to those in need. And you say, boy, this woman's so busy, she probably should, she, where'd she get the time from to do all of this? But she does it. Ministering to the needy. The needy doesn't get overlooked. She don't look down on them. She ministers to them. Also, I've taken into consideration that this particular woman was groomed at an early age from a well-oiled family. And as these qualities, she just didn't pick them up. Well, that's where she got them from. You know, she had to get them from somewhere. Uh, so she learned from her past. She learned, yes, from her upbringing. The chips fall under the tree. That's right. All right, so you can tell from her what she does, the kind of brought, what do we call it? Brought up seat? The kind of brought up seat she has. Okay. Exactly. The environment was an industrious environment, an environment that, that contributed to hard work. And she learned well. She generously shares what she has with the less fortunate. She doesn't bank it all up or invest it all. She takes a portion of it and she contributes to the less fortunate to make sure they have. And then she's never in fear of the winter. When those cold winter months come, whether she can have sufficient clothing to keep the family warm, she prepares all of that in advance. Okay, it says, what does the verse say? She does, she has no fear of winter for her household. For everyone has warm clothes. She looks ahead and she plans. Remember when we talked about the aunt and how the aunt goes out and prepares? Well, here we see the kind of wisdom that the writer of Proverbs was talking about, Lemuel, was talking about when he talks about the aunt, the kind of wisdom that we're supposed to have. And here we see this woman exhibiting the same kind of wisdom. She prepares in advance, just like the aunt prepares in advance during the summer for the winter. She exercises the same kind of wisdom and prepares for the cold winter months by having warm clothing for her family. And then it also uh, talks about how well she dresses. Okay, uh, she dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Okay, so she dresses well. And more than likely some of the clothes that she wears is what she makes herself. Uh, verse 23. So even though her husband has a prominent position in the community, he does not have to worry about the conditions at home, but dedicate himself to his community affairs or his community activities. You notice his wife has got home covered. She's got everything in order. And so he doesn't have to worry about that. He can go about his responsibilities of civic or civil duty in the community. And says he's, he's well known, and more than likely he's well known because of his wife, because of her industriousness, and because of who she is and what she does in the community. Uh, he's probably he probably gets a lot of praise from people because of what she does. I like uh, the way how she doesn't seem to undermine. Exactly. And I know when I was in banking, uh, I know there were a couple of women that I knew of in the very work 
of the bank, as soon as they were elevated to these big time positions in management, they, they left their husband because they, they were making more money than them. Okay, and uh, they and it happened on two occasions, I've, I've seen it. And uh, they got these promoted to big management positions and they were making more money than their husband and, and moving in different circles, you know, and so they, they tell us, too, too later for you, John, I gone. Okay, uh, but we don't see that here with this woman. Okay, um, she honors her husband and uh, uh, he honors her. She makes him look good. She never makes him look uh, bad. And from, what, from all that we see happening with, with her, uh, there's an idea here that she probably makes more than he does. Okay, with all the industrious things that she does, she uh, buys property, sells property, she has a vineyard, uh, she makes clothing, she goes and shops, uh, brings in merchandise to sell, so she, she, she makes a whole lot of money. Uh, he's well known in the city gates, he's a civic leader, he's probably what you might call today a politician. And you know they don't make no money. I don't know what they get under the table, right? Uh, <laughs> right, that's why everybody will get there. You know, politicians make what, $28,000 a year? And if they got a ministerial position, they make a little bit more. But whenever, whenever they come out of government, uh, they're millionaires. Uh, and so, you need to figure out how that happens. Okay, but uh, more than likely, uh, she makes more than he, she earns more than he does. But she never puts him down. She is, she's always respectful of him. Okay, in the earlier verse we saw uh, that uh, she does him well. Uh, she. Hold on there for a second. Uh huh. Being that her husband, the understanding of her husband also has a credit to her wealth. Because he has to support her in moral support. Mm -hmm. He has to have the essence of integrity to be along with that woman because he is such a powerful woman. The ordinary guy is not going to walk in She has to have the support to be able to do all of this stuff, okay? And also, she has the freedom and liberty. In other words, he don't sit around and tell her, now you do this and don't do that. Amen. <laughs> but she she does well for him. Okay, he is he is viewed well and he's treated well because of her. All right, what she says and what she does, and so she supports him. And uh, earlier we saw that he gives her she she gives him a hundred percent. Whatever she does, she makes sure that nothing she does undermines him in any way, shape, or form. Okay. All right, uh, verse 24 to 27. She maketh fine linen, linen and salad, and she delivered goats to the merchants. Strain, strain is on her arm, her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the way of her household. So she makes clothing, linen garments, sashes, 
to sell to the merchants. She's a manufacturer. Okay, she manufactures clothing and for people to put in their stores to sell. Okay, she is clothed with strength and dignity, and uh, she laughs without fear of the future. In other words, when she laughs, she doesn't have a, a fear in the back of her mind of what the future may hold, or she's not concerned about VAT coming, you know, like some people are. That, that, that's the implication here. I mean, taxes are going to come, you know, the government going to change things. She's not fear of that, okay? She, she has no concern about VAT whatsoever, okay? She laughs with, without fear of the future. And when she speaks, her words are wise. She gives gives instruction with kindness. In other words, she doesn't, she doesn't give instruction as if she's a know-it-all. And give the person the impression that she's a, she's a bully and she's a slave driver, she's a pharaoh. No, she gives it with kindness. And so she carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from this. So she earns money by making linen garments and selling them to merchants. She's a manufacturer. She prepares the future for the future with confidence by dressing with industry and dignity. In other words, she looks the part. You can look at her and see she's successful. That's the implication. Uh, she instructs her family with a balance of wisdom and kindness. Whenever she deals with her family, she's kind and she exercises wisdom. Okay, so they get the best results. She's at the top of the affairs of her household. In other words, she's on top of everything. She knows what's going on in her household. Okay, no one has to come and tell her this going on and that. She's on top of it. She knows what's going on. Okay, uh, no one's going to uh, be able to pull a fast one on her. Okay, she knows what's going on. She refuses to waste time and engage in trivial, fruitless actions. What words did your Bible have for why It says she makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. Right, 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 yeah. So she's in the, you could say the lingerie industry of business. <laughs> or what they call um, undergarment business? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret, okay. <laughs> okay. Victoria's Secret, sounds like it. Okay, so she's in the undergarment business. Alright, and uh, it also says that she uh, suffers nothing from laziness. What's the latter part of verse 27 say? Does not eat the bread of idleness. Does not eat the bread. In other words, she's not engaged in laziness or, or trivial, fruitless actions. She's not engaged in gossip, you know, and, and, and stuff that is not fruitful or productive. We can look at all that's been said about her so far and, 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 and tell that she's a no-nonsense person. No-nonsense business person. You know, she doesn't fool around. Okay, verse 20, uh, 28 and 29. The children rise up and fall control. Oh, sorry. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Oh, you just said 28. 28. Yeah, 28, 29. The children rise up and fall for blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Okay. Our children. 
recognize her out recognize her as an outstanding mother first and foremost. Notice this, her children praises her. Okay, so the implication here then is she's not so busy with her business and her industry that she is doesn't have time to be a mother. Okay, because it says here our children recognize they praise her. The only way they're gonna praise her is she's she's the mummy that they need her to be. Isn't that so? She's not there. You know, some children say, boy, I don't even see mommy. I mean, I get up in the morning, she's gone. When they come in the night, she, you know, you know, I don't see her. But her children pray. In other words, she finds time to take care, to deal with the children as a mother, to treat the children as a mother. Otherwise, they wouldn't recognize her. They would criticize her. They would condemn her. Some children would uh, say of their parents, you know, they give me whatever I want, but they don't give me them. What I want is them. I don't want all the stuff that they can give me because of all the money they're making. Well, this woman is not like that, okay? She gives herself to her children to the extent where they praise her. They recognize her as an outstanding mother. In other words, she, falls, she doesn't fall short in any way, shape, or form as a mother, despite her industriousness. And they tell her so. Okay, they praise her, they recognize that she's a good mother, and they tell her she's a good mother. You know, so what they say, uh, give me the flowers while they're living. You know, some children don't say nothing nice about their parents until after they're dead. Okay, but they tell her that she's a good mother, and uh, they tell her so. Her husband also praises her as a God-given wife. Okay, he probably says, boy, I'm the luckiest man in the world to have a wife like you. You know, God couldn't give me a better wife. It's probably some of the things that this man would probably say. So his children praises her. So what do we see here then? She's a good mother and she's a godly wife. Okay, she doesn't fall short of any of those two areas because of her industriousness. There are many good wives, good wives in the world, but says that she surpasses them all. Some of us see them. Yeah, probably what really happened at an early age, she established herself as a friend, not as a mistress or as a boss lady or a merchant. She established her husband as I am a part of you and also we are our family. Exactly. And it's around mm -hmm. I am not bossy woman. I am That's right. And that's why husband can praise her and the children can praise her. Okay, the uh, last verse is uh, 30, 31. Okay, so Lemuel, uh, Lemuel now closes his thoughts on it now and he adds his own amen. To all that's been said, to the praise, uh, to the praise, uh, the husband expresses for his wife. And so, what the husband says about his wife, Lemuel now adds his praise. He says, "Amen, brother." Okay, and um, a woman uh, expresses uh, for his wife. The husband, what the husband expresses for his wife, Lemuel uh, adds his "Amen," and he and he supports him. A woman may have charm. But lack common sense. This woman didn't do, didn't, didn't have that. She had charm and common sense. She may have beauty, but lack, but not be practical. Okay, this woman is practical. Okay, uh, but a woman who fears the Lord, as described above, is the most excellent. 
allow her to be honored for her thoroughness and gracious character is the challenge that is given here. Let her outstanding accomplishments receive the praise of the civil society. And of course, this woman was getting that. People were praising her because of what she has been able to accomplish and who she is. It's worth mentioning and appropriate that Proverbs should end on such a exceptionally positive note about women. When we consider what some of the things have been said about women in, 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 the, in the chapter. Three kinds of women stood out in the book of Proverbs. The personification of wisdom, seen as the woman inviting learners to a banquet, and that's how the book starts out, uh, by wisdom inviting, as a woman inviting people to learn wisdom. And then there is the immoral woman or the seductress, and we saw a lot about that in, uh, in the middle part of the proverb, uh, uh, women who seduces men and... Uh, uh, and then we see the woman or the wife of courage, the final one that we just looked at. She's a woman or wife of courage, and it takes courage to be able to accomplish all that we see this woman has, has accomplished. you got to have courage to be able to do that. And so we see a, a positive note on the problem. Uh, so you can... Don't get carried away with all the negative things that have been mentioned about women in, in the... In the, in the proverb, it ends on a positive note. All is not lost. Notice this, charm is deceptive and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. And that's the picture of this woman that we see here. She fears the Lord. Reward her for all she's done. Let her deeds publicly declare a praise. Amen? Amen. And that brings us to the end of Proverbs. After how long? More than a year? Okay, what we're going to do next, uh, we're going to close now, our time is gone, but we're going to look at, we've gone through the Proverbs, and we've seen God talk about wisdom, and how we are to be wise. What we're going to do next is, we, when we come back, Lord willing, we're going to look at 12 persons that the Bible calls wise, because it's going to give us an idea of how these 12 persons apply the wisdom that we've been talking about and looking at and studying in the Proverbs. So when we come back, Lord willing, we'll look at 12 persons that the Bible or the Scriptures call wise people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for our time in your word, especially in the book of Proverbs called the Wisdom Book. We thank you for all the wisdom, uh, the choice morsels of wisdom, the nuggets of gold that you've imparted to us during this time in this study. And uh, we pray, O oh Lord, that you would cause us to reflect upon it uh, and use it in order that you might be glorified and that we may fit into the category of those in the scripture who are called wise. We pray for your blessed benediction now as we leave here. We pray for the service to follow and all those persons participating. Get glory for yourself, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.